Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. We continue our examination of the Gospel of Matthew. We're in the fifth chapter. And in the previous episode, we covered the first two verses. Let me go back and read those, and then we'll continue on. Verse 1 of Matthew 5. When Jesus saw the crowds, he went up on the mountain. And after he sat down, his disciples came to him. Verse 2. He opened his mouth and began to teach them, saying. So remember, we looked at this in the previous episode, that he opened his mouth, and we saw how uh, Philip and Peter and Paul, I think were three other examples in Scripture, where it used that same type of phraseology. So Jesus began to teach them. Remember, we've seen that earlier in Matthew. That's what Jesus did. He went through all of Galilee. He went into their synagogues and taught. He proclaimed the gospel message, and then he healed everyone of all their sicknesses and all their diseases. Now he's outside. He's on a mountaintop, or on a mountain. I shouldn't say mountaintop. He went up on the mountain, probably on the side of the mountain. And he begins to teach this crowd, this multitude. Here's what he says in verse 3. Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. So this probably sounds very familiar to many of us. This is called the Beatitudes, okay, the blessings. Uh, and it, there's several up here. It goes from verses 3 to verses 10 or something like that. And that word blessed literally means uh, prosperous or fortunate. Uh, some translate it as happy, that type of thing. But I think blessed is probably a better thing. So the first one in verse 3, he says, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. And the idea behind that poor in spirit is that they're, they're not spiritually puffed up. They're not spiritually arrogant. As a matter of fact, they are very, very aware of the poor in spirit. Uh, they recognize their spiritual helplessness, as Zodiacus says, that without the Most High God that they're helpless within the spirit realm. <laughs> so he says, blessed are the ones who are poor in spirit. Why is that? For theirs is the kingdom of heaven. With that attitude right there, they know that they cannot be in right relationship with the Most High God in and of themselves, that something has to occur and something has to happen. Because of that, they will believe unto salvation. And theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Matthew uses that phrase, the kingdom of heaven. Uh, other gospels will say kingdom of God is the same thing. But Matthew is writing to a, a group of believers who were uh, predominantly a Jewish in background. And so they didn't want to say the name of God or use the name of God. So he, he uses the kingdom of heaven. Same thing. Verse 4 says this. Remember, Jesus is speaking this. Oh, something else too. Not only is Jesus speaking this, but he's teaching this. He's teaching this. And uh, I don't think that's a small distinction right there. He's teaching them that the poor in spirit are blessed because theirs is the kingdom of heaven. So these are not just little things that he's, little quotes and 
uh, that he's throwing out there for everybody to go, ooh, ah, oh, that's deep. That's cute. That's interesting. I'll have to remember that. No, these are things that are taught as principles. These are truths. Now, verse 4, blessed are those who mourn, for they shall be comforted. And so what Jesus is sharing a lot of things here <clears throat> that you find uh, in the Old Testament, in the Old Covenant. Like this right here is out of Isaiah 60, uh, 61.2. It says this, to proclaim the favorable year of the Lord and the day of vengeance of our God to comfort all who mourn. <clears throat> and that's speaking of the one, the Messiah who's yet to come, what he will do. So here Jesus is saying, those who mourn, okay, you will be comforted. And that mourning means exactly mourning, lament in the way that we use the word. He says, you will be comforted. But that comfort carries something else. Uh, uh, Perikaleo is the Greek word, to come alongside. Uh -huh. you, know, you say, wait a minute, I've heard that before. Yes, very much so. That's what the Holy Spirit does. Jesus tells us uh, that when he leaves, he will send, the Father will send another of a like kind. And he's speaking of the Holy Spirit. But it means a lot more than comfort. You know, when we say comfort, we're thinking, oh, he feels bad. Come on. We feel... It also is translated many times in the scripture uh, as uh, encouragement, as exhortation to implore somebody, to appeal to somebody, to plead with somebody, to really lift them up in that way. So blessed are those who mourn, for they shall be comforted. Verse 5, blessed are the gentle for they shall inherit the earth. So that word gentle uh, means the, those that are humble, those that are meek, M-E-E-K. Uh, again, I say this all the time, I know, but I think it's uh, something that's very important to understand. Uh, meek does not mean weak. You know, they sound a lot. <laughs> they rhyme, right? And I remember being a kid thinking that meek was like weak. If somebody's meek, they're weak. No, 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 no. Meekness is strength under control, power under control. Blessed are the gentle. <clears throat> See, someone is described as gentle when they have power and they have strength over a situation or a circumstance, and yet they control how they're behaving. And so if you're an adult and, and you're uh, changing the diaper of a baby, I don't know why that pops my mind, but that's a good picture, right? You're doing that gently. You have absolute control over this situation here, but you do it gently. Every motion, every move is power and strength under control as you're changing that little varmint's diaper right there. Okay? What does he say about those who are gentle? They shall inherit the earth. Then verse 6, blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness. Why? For they shall be satisfied. <laughs> this is a great, great, great thing. It is okay to hunger and thirst for righteousness. Again, it's a reflection of what we see in the prophets. Listen to Isaiah 55, verses 1 and 2. Ho, oh, everyone who thirsts, come to the waters. And you who have no money, come, buy and eat. Come, buy wine and milk without money and without cost. Why do you spend money for what is not bread and your wages for what does not satisfy? Listen carefully to me and eat what is good and delight yourself in abundance. So it's a picture of what the Lord is saying here, that 
those who hunger and those who thirst for righteousness will be satisfied. We'll actually see some more related to this over in the 6th and 7th chapter. So he's letting them know uh, in this proclamation of blessing, of blessing over this crowd that's gathered together around Jesus in the mountain, that you are blessed when you hunger and thirst for righteousness. You will be satisfied that you are blessed when you're gentle because you're going to inherit the earth. Blessed are those who mourn, for they shall be comforted. And blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. You know, I'm not too sure that there's not a sequential thing that's happening right here. I just quoted them backwards from what they are in the scripture. But listen, if you go through it from the first one, those who are poor in spirit, who know who they are in, in the spirit, theirs will be the kingdom of heaven. Those who mourn, you're blessed, for you shall be comforted if you believe. When you are comforted and you believe, you are blessed because you will have power under control and you'll be gentle and you'll inherit the kingdom or inherit the earth at this point. Then, blessed are those who continue to hunger and thirst for righteousness because you will be satisfied. This is just the beginning of three chapters of Jesus speaking. It takes 20, 25 minutes to read it and to speak this right here. He starts off with blessed, but then he gets into some interesting things, which we will see as we go. Again, I'm Dale, and I'll see you on the next episode.